listeners. This is episode 10. Mm. Milestone for us. Yeah, celebration. It's, uh, uh, do we call this an anniversary? Because an, no, that means a year. Yeah. So it's just a milestone. I see what you're saying yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. So what is the topic for today? Oh, well, today I've chosen to go with something that is like a natural progression for where we've been going with our series. Mm-hmm. Um, last couple of episodes, we decided to, you know, answer some questions from our listeners. Um, we do have more questions, but we'll get back to those in the coming weeks. Um, just keep sending them in. We do respond to people, you know, directly. But every now and again, yeah, questions do make great episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but today we're going to be talking about impression versus truth. Yeah, it's a good one. It, it is. And, <laughs> there's a lot to be talked about. Yes. <laughs> so here's, here's my little scenario. Okay. All right. And if you live anywhere in, um, you know, North America, this is probably easier to relate to. Maybe not in some other places. I don't know. But here's the thing. So you're in a mall. You're hungry. You go to the food court. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's so many options. But there is this person, usually with a little toothpick. And they have a sample on it. And they're they're just, you know, trying to get your attention because there's so many options. Mm -hmm. Sample, sample, sample. And, you know, certain places, uh, bourbon chicken, Mm -hmm. garlic potatoes. You know, you've probably heard these things if you've been to the mall, Mm -hmm. I mean, the food court, you know, and you go up and you take that sample. You're indecisive about what you want to eat. And it's like, that sample is so good. It is delicious. You know, it's nice wheat you know the the seasoning you know the flavor mm-hmm. it's really good but then you decide you know i i really like this sample here i'm gonna buy that meal you buy the meal then it's like i don't know was it too much is there something about now you saw them take the sample from you know the little bin thingy that they heat food in mm-hmm. and then it's like it's right there they, they took the sample from there you know the person stick the toothpick in it and they give you that sample but then when you buy the whole meal it, it's it's not the same yeah it's, it's underwhelming yes hmm. and and you wonder why like why doesn't the entire meal give me the same thing the same impression as that one bit on the toothpick. Hmm. That scenario, my good listeners, is literally what you experience when you are in a narcissistic, abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. It's just that relationships are so big. They can span many years, months. Depends mm-hmm. on how long before you discover, before you test your truth. Mm-hmm. To accept that, yeah, this didn't quite taste like the sample after all. That's why I want to jump into today. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that some people struggle with in terms of assessing, in terms of testing their truth. Have you ever had one of those um, toothpick sample experiences? <laughs> Are you talking about the actual food or the relationship? Oh, we. <laughs> 
we're gonna play around with some words today. And let's, have you actually had that situation with the food? Just out of curiosity. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, then. yeah. I thought it was only me, right? Like everyone else would say, "Oh, you didn't get what well, you must have gotten that one." That's really good. Because that's the other thing that would throw me off, right? Mm-hmm. You, you go around the food court, you get the samples like they'll tell you. Mm-hmm. And they'll tell you, oh, my favorite place is whatever. I always get the garlic potatoes. Yeah. Well, some places don't let you sample the beef, apparently. So. Uh, that sounds quite personal. Because <laughs> they know that beef is so good. <laughs> Then why don't they sample it if it's so good and people would buy it? If Anyways. <laughs> but, yeah, but that's funny. That's the thing about it, right? So you get the sample and you realize, well, yeah, it, the, the whole meal is not the same thing. Mm-hmm. You get confused because everyone else thinks their meal was awesome. And I'm not saying it's not, but yours was it. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about your meal? Oh, not a real meal this time. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, um, Impressions was a huge starter of the two relationships I was involved in. Um, the first one, oh, there's Impressions flying all over the place. Yeah, what kind of impression? Um, well, he, he drove a fancy vehicle. Mm-hmm. So, you know, lots of money, wore like big gold jewelry and wore these uh colorful sweatsuits with steel toed boots like a rapper or, or a drug know. dealer out of <laughs> actually that was my first impression i actually thought he was a drug dealer did you find that sample attractive as a result of that uh, or you was just like oh uh, maybe the impression was yeah i you can't even begin to explain my state of mind back then. I was 19 years old, so I was fresh out of my mother's place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't looking for anything. And, uh, yeah, it, it's kind of a funny story how how we began this relationship, or how he got me, mm-hmm. let's put it that way. But, um, yeah, the impression was, you know, he was a successful guy, and... Yeah, I guess I was attracted to that. But tell me something then. What happened when you actually got the entire dish? Yeah. <laughs> uh, did yeah. did any of the impressions, like, did they hold? No. 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 Oh, like in public, the impressions stayed intact, but in in the home, yeah, it was nothing like, like I thought it was. Hmm. I remember the first time I saw him lose his temper for whatever reason, something stupid, because it always was. Um, yeah, I was sitting in the bathroom and like asking myself, what the hell did I get myself into? Because, hmm. yeah, the impression, yeah, he's a nice, bubbly, happy-go-lucky guy. And then I saw him lose his temper. It's like, wow, this is not, this is not the impression that I fell for. Was something totally different. Interesting. That was the first one. One is always enough, you know. <laughs> no, it was we, more we, than enough. Yeah, but we never, we never settle for that because impressions are powerful. Mm-hmm. 
And and if you live on the level of impression, you're going to want to follow through on what the impression represents. Yep. You're going to want that all the time. Yes. And you're going to want to believe that the sample, that impression that you receive, it holds true for the entire dish, mm-hmm. for the entire person, for the entire behavior. You think it represents all of the truth that you need to know about that person. Yep. Big mistake. It is. <laughs> no, that's the thing about testing your truth. Testing your truth requires you to verify if the sample matches with your experience. But we don't do that. Mm-hmm. No. What we do is we take the impression and we make the impression true. And we live like if the impression is in place even when it is not. Right. So why do we try to maintain impressions? I've always wondered about and and I've come to discover, I did some research, <laughs> right? And uh, what I've discovered is that the way how humans kind of, um, you know, tell truth, because remember, truth has this element of relativity. Mm-hmm. See, many things can be true, but it doesn't mean it's true for everyone. Mm. Yes. Many things can be true. But the challenge is, let's say I think this bottle, whatever, right? I'm just going to say a bottle because I'm just thinking bottle. I think that color is orange. And 10 other people say, yeah, that's orange. Another person says, nah, that's red. 10 people say it's orange. It's orange. Mm-hmm. It's almost like this democratic, you know, process yeah. of what is true. Yeah, depending on how many people believe it. Precisely. And therefore, your belief system is kind of programmed that way. So if multiple people tell you that the impression that you experience represents the whole truth about a person, you find it difficult to live in your own truth when you're experiencing that person in a completely different realm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you tend to excuse it away, and or maybe they're, you know, having a bad day. Maybe, you know, they're just tired or whatever. And then they're able to gaslight you because then they say things like, "Look what you made me do." See, these mm-hmm. other people don't see me like this. Mm-hmm. Only you. You're the one who's saying this about me. Oh, so no, I am the bad person. Their reputation. Mm, I was just about to say that. Yep. Well, go on. Tell it's me. The most important thing to them. Yes. And they will let you know that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because they're about impression. Yep. They'll let lawyers and judges know that. Absolutely. They will go to court <laughs> to prove that you are the liar and the cheat. Yep. Yep. They sure will. Yeah. So that's the thing about living in the land of impression. Mm-hmm. Are impressions always bad? No. Not at all. But impressions and a narcissist, that's a that's an interesting mix. Mm-hmm. That's poison. Yep. Narcissists love impressions. Why? Because we live in a land of impressions most of the time. Mm-hmm. 
and they have found that impressions work really well to serve their purposes. And here's the thing about impressions. They're true. Within the realm of the impression. <laughs> so your narcissist is friendly, bubbly, you know, great personality. <laughs> on the level of the impression. Yep. It's absolutely true. They're wonderful people. They're absolutely smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also true. The other things that you experience. Yep. Depression. Gaslighting. Silent treatment. <laughs> Manipulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, humiliation. Name, name calling. Mm-hmm. Physical abuse. Mm-hmm. Sexual abuse. Yeah, those aren't in the impressions at all. But they're also <laughs> true. Yeah. But it's difficult. I struggled with that concept. Two Mm. things can be true at the same time. Like two completely opposite things can be true at the same time. Especially when they reside in the same person. Mm, Yes. That is a, yeah, that's a difficult one. Mm -hmm. Here's a couple more scenarios then that many people experience and they find it hard to reconcile. In fact, they almost can go crazy, hmm. feel suicidal, you know, have these kind of thoughts, all right? Because multiple things are true. Mm-hmm. Okay? Here's another scenario. You're a teenage girl. Someone in your home is sexually assaulting you. Let's say it's your stepfather. He's a great guy. Impression wise, mm-hmm. everyone knows him. He's an awesome person. However, you're experiencing sexual abuse. Whatever is happening in your home, no one else knows it but you and him. Mm-hmm. They tuck in at night, they creepy hanging around the shower when you go, you know, try to go take a bath or whatever. Um, comments about your clothing, mm-hmm. weird touches. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows him to be a great person. Yep. You, you are having a difficult time. Who are you going to tell? Yeah, when everybody thinks he's this awesome person. Look what he did for you. He paid for this. He paid for that. You know, your real father's a deadbeat. Mm-hmm. This guy loves your mom. Took you in. Mm-hmm. What, are you, what are you talking about? He's an awesome person. Mm-hmm. Look at how he treats your mom. Boys are this, boys are that. You, you guys live in his house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Impressions make it possible for the abuse to happen. Yes. Without the impressions... It wouldn't be as easy. Precisely. Every, and the thing is, because everyone lives in the realm of the impression, when you're experiencing the truth of your abuse, mm-hmm. it is almost impossible for you to bring that truth into the impression world. Because yeah. then you, oh, I don't know that. Nobody's going to believe you. Nobody, exactly. That's how humans are. Mm-hmm. That's why people have such a difficult time expressing themselves 
when they are being abused. In fact, they don't even want to call it abuse. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We, we know that from it's, it's not really abuse. Mm-hmm. Be, no, don't say that word. Are you sure? You know, you can't say abuse easily. You can't say bullying easily. Um, you know, you got to be really cautious. Cause, and I get why. You know, legally, whatever, and these things have, you know, certain specific definitions and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, uh, you are your responsibility. Yep. And you have a responsibility to yourself to test your truth. And when your truth does not match up with all the impressions around you, mm. it doesn't matter how awful it feels. It is better to speak up than to say something even if no one believes you. Mm-hmm. You know, the way how I look at it is like this. If you've ever gotten on a plane and enjoyed a plane ride, you're enjoying the fact that somebody spoke up. Hmm. Yeah. Well. Someone decided to say, I, I know you guys think that men can't fly and blah, 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 and ha, 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 you've laughed at me. You see me on my flying machine, trying really hard to do this thing, and said how stupid I was because people can't fly. Well, look at us today. Mm-hmm. It is also true that we can fly. Because somebody decided to say, uh, I, I don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. So, be brave enough. Test your truth. And tell your truth. Yep. Have you ever found yourself in that difficult place of having to tell your truth? Uh, a few times, yeah. What did it feel like? Hmm. Very difficult. Mm-hmm. Like to even get up the nerve to say something. Because you have all these things running through your head, like nobody's going to believe me. Um what happens to this person like you're you're so concerned about what happens to everybody else mm-hmm. if they found out like how it would hurt them you're not thinking about yourself even though you're hurting mm-hmm. you're thinking about everybody else like yeah. how it's going to affect them and you put you know their needs first and you want to protect you know their feelings and ignoring your own like you, when you're abused, you feel worthless. Mm. So I think that's a big reason why a lot of people don't speak up, because they don't feel like they're they're worth it or they deserve to have things change for them. Because mm. usually abusers make you feel worthless to keep you silent. That's the whole point. Yeah. No, nobody abuses a confident person. It just doesn't work. But um, like gathering up the nerve to speak up. That one's really tough. You really have to dig deep and find that courage. It's in you. It might be buried, but it's in there. You just got to find it, dig it up, and just without thinking too much, just go for it. Yeah, that was how it was with me. Years years it took me mm-hmm. to finally do something and when i did it was interesting 
It was like a volcano, I guess, erupting, even though I've never seen such a thing. But you hear about it, right? Mm-hmm. But that's what it felt like. Like something broke inside of me and mm-hmm. I was like, enough. Yeah, you you like reached this breaking point. Yeah, enough. Where it's it's more uncomfortable to be silent than it is to say something. Yeah, because I, I was at the place where I was beginning to wonder, like, what's the point? What's the point of being here if my reality is fake? Mm-hmm. If the truth I am living is only occurring inside my head, but outside of me, everyone sees it differently. Mm-hmm. I'm living in this thing, and this thing is really awful. And everyone on the outside is telling me how wonderful it is, mm-hmm. how they wish they were like me. Yep. How fortunate I am. They don't know what I'm suffering. Mm-hmm. They don't know what I'm going through. And I thought I was crazy. It's like, what's wrong with you? Why are you thinking like this? And I was like, is this true or not? Mm. It was so hard to figure out what was my truth versus what everyone else thought my truth is or should be mm-hmm. and once i was able to figure out well no you're not crazy and these dark thoughts that you're having about not being here anymore wishing something would happen to you mm-hmm. no you know i'm I, I don't want to kill myself i'm i'm stronger than that i believe in terms of choosing me mm-hmm. but when you start to even just wonder like what if i got an accident Mm-hmm. Would they really miss me? Nah, I think they'll be fine. You know, stuff like that, right? Yeah. You're still on the on the threshold, you know? And and I, st- I had to bring myself back from that ledge. Mm-hmm. And it was all because of impressions. I realized I was living the impression that everyone else wanted me to live. And I couldn't be myself. I couldn't live my truth. Mm-hmm. And once I got the courage up, to tell the truth about how I felt, what I was experiencing. And then I realized, whoa, look at that. The truth really works. Like, it frees you. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's like, I was completely free. It didn't matter anymore what impressions other people had. Mm-hmm. Me being able to voice my truth, even to those who wouldn't listen, even to those who didn't agree, didn't matter anymore. Yeah. It was just the courage to speak it that allowed me the freedom to make my next step, to take my next action. Because whether or not they agreed with me or not didn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds crazy, but that's how it worked for me. Yeah. Just telling the truth. You know, so, you know, people who've been sexually abused. Yeah, you live in a sense of deep, dark shame mm-hmm. where, where they say things to you like, well, what were you wearing? He's such a good person. You must have caused this. You should not have been in there dressed like that with him. They, they turn it on you as a mm-hmm. female. They try to make you feel bad. Yeah. Oh, I always knew you were a little frisky. I should have kept my eye on you. They make the victim, the perpetrator. Yep. Disgusting. Be all because of impressions. Speak your truth. 
Absolutely. It's hard to do to begin with, but once you do it, the relief, the freedom, you'll be happy you did. Because the world is such a bigger place Mm -hmm. than your world. Yep. We all live in these little tiny worlds, you know? And if you could count all the people that you interact with willingly, they're they're less than 100 people. Mm -hmm. You can move beyond that 100 people and live in a completely different world. But they limit you with the impression of family. Or if you're in a religion, they still call it family. But Mm -hmm. they make it seem like if you can't exist outside of that circle. Mm -hmm. But you already were when you were suffering. Mm-hmm. You already were when you were in the trauma. Yep. Because you were already living in there all by yourself, being abused, and nobody else knew it. So what difference does it matter now when you move away from your abusers and nobody knows what's happening to you? That's the decision I made. Mm-hmm. When I let go of the impression state that I was living in, and I decided to live in my truth, I realized that it really didn't matter. Believe it or not, till you experience it, till you do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Do it in something small if you don't want to go big. But you can go ahead and start telling your truth. It's kind of like, you know, when when you've been so afraid to do something and then you finally do it. And then after you do it, you feel so much better. And then you ask yourself, like, why didn't I do this earlier? Yes. It's it's exactly like that. Yeah. This is the most powerful thing you could ever do. Tell the truth. Yeah. Don't give in to the dark thoughts. Don't give in to the depression. Don't do anything to hurt yourself. No. Tell the truth. Yep. I'm feeling bad because this is what's happening to me. I'm feeling hurt because this is what is happening to me. Find that space in your mind to allow your truth to come out. Yep. I think uh, I think that should wrap it up for today. I think we should. Yeah. Well, this has been an awesome, yeah, awesome talk. Like every every single time. Episode number ten. Yep. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. And stay positive. Yep. Tell your kids. Thank <laughs> you.